Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the MadAxman.com podcast 2018 Burton Doubles Samurai Special. In this, our second game, the samurai take on a historical, but clearly not a geographical contemporary, in the shape of the Anglo-Irish, in this temporally themed competition. In this report you'll find out how katanas do against Viking-style heavy axes, and if the samurai bowfire can halt a knightly charge before it runs them down. The podcast also contains a review of a couple of new hipster beers, and, much more importantly, we start to make inroads into the Asda curry in a box, starting of course with the onion barges. So whatever format of device you're streaming, listening or even watching this through, sit back as we crack open some tinnies, chew the batter, chew the onions, and invite you to join us to enjoy the battle and the banter. Okay, here we are for episode two, and um, I think the most important thing is to talk about the barges that we've just had in our usual combination of supermarket curry in a box and discussing wargaming at Burton on Trent. And um, this time we've had Asda's, um, let me think what it was, just grab the box here, Asda's meal for two, chicken korma, chicken tikka masala. And so far we've had four barges. And um, they they had flavour. I mean, one thing I think we should point out in the review of this meal is you've got um, four barges, four chicken, chicken tikka masala, pilau rice and naan bread for a surprisingly, suspiciously cheap £5. That, because yeah, we, we looked at the receipt on the way out, because <laughs> that was just bizarrely impossible. You couldn't get four barges anywhere, even in Burton-on-Trent, for a fiver. And we got the whole curry for a fiver. So, so um, I suppose um, what we're going to discover is uh, bargain value or you get what you pay for. And those barges are, you know, they're not top quality barges by, by any standard. You know, there's, there was, I thought there was a lot more dough than there was onion. Indeed. Um, but they, they still had a little bit of spice to them. I can still taste it on my tongue now. Yeah. It was definite flavour. And I suppose if you're saying £5, pound, you've got two main courses, the rest of it. Those those are barges that we've really probably paid, what, 12, 13 pence each for? Mm-hmm. You know, metaphor, you know, mathematically speaking, throughout it. So would I pay 12 pence each for those barges? Yes. Yeah, yeah without question. And, um, and we're also on to Hogstar, which is something from the Hogs Back Brewery. Um, it's an English craft lager, which I'm already suspicious of, but it's actually quite nice. It is. I, the words craft and lager just yeah, it's just it's not really a, right. Yeah, but it's um, it's a cheeky little number that's quite quaffable. Yeah, with English Cascada hops. I think this is one of the more mainstream ones. This is available from um, from mainstream outlets, I okay. believe. Uh, to be frank, though, once you start telling me what the hops are, I've stopped caring. Yeah, you might be right. Right. So on with the important stuff. Um, game two, which we're we're cracking on with at the Burton Doubles. So we bizarrely we've won a game. Come on, get in. And um, we did we. I don't think what we did. For, no, I think this might have been a sandwich for lunch. Actually, was it a little bit of a? We didn't get out. Oh for no, a I, did, I didn't. I I went out because you were doing things, so I went out. Tr- I was with, basing the troops. That's what I was doing. That's when I put the magna base on. I think I went out and I had two pints with um, Jason. And, okay. Um, other people. Other people. A Burton Bridge or? Uh, what's the one by the hotel? Burton Bridge. Yeah, there you go. Good proper pub. Well done. So game game two and um, we're fighting the Anglo-Irish and um, 
Look at that, that's an enormous amount of troops. There were a worryingly large amount. And these guys were all heavy foot. The, the enemy was just a line of heavy foot that must have been stretched more than halfway across the battlefield. It, it, looked, it looked quite intimidating, didn't it? It really, um, really did. So, before we get on to the details of this happening in this part of the table, what was our plan here? Because we do have plans. We always sit down and we go, this is how we're going to Yeah, yeah I suppose so, we do. Well, I, I, I guess... You know, thinking about it, we try reverse engineer. It's an army. You're fighting an army that's going to have a very solid middle of of close formation heavy foot axemen. So let's not fight let's them not out. fight them because that's a really really bad thing. So with the terrain, it was fairly obvious because of because of this plantation, which is kind of very tricky for close formation foot, that that all their heavy foot were going to be here. Um, and then it's just going to peter out a bit on either side because these guys are not cheap. Mm -hmm. So you only get a finite number of them. So, so I think certainly from from my side on on this bit, I I got the cavalry this time. Um, not entirely sure what our thinking was. Maybe can we uh, can we go up. through the thinking of let's put the cavalry on the closed flat? Well, it's not necessarily closed. Actually, you know, this is a, a waterway, so this is the edge of the table. Mm -hmm. But as an close. open piece of space, this is a bigger open space than this. Okay. So actually, whilst it, it looks impressive, this is the open flank. So we actually thought about it. Possibly we did. Um, played, sir. So the cavalry are here. We're trying to not really fight here. The usual four heavy foot in the centre, the other big command, and then that must have given you that kind of weird mixed bow command. And, and where, where are the warrior monks? I've um, I've lost them somewhere. Well, the, is that the warrior monks? Or is this warrior monks? Maybe that's the warrior monks in the in middle. middle. Yeah, because yeah, there's the peasants. So they're in a block of four, the warrior monks, just to, to take on somebody who's pretty similar to them, that are a bit better. And yeah, they massed a lot of heavy um, swordsmen in the middle. They had their knights on the open flank, which we just discussed. And then some more cavalry and a few bowmen here. But... And over there, it's in fact, it's very similar to the last game. It's like got a very, very solid scary, but all of a sudden it gets quite empty over here. So this, the plan yeah, was... this gets quite thin, doesn't it? Push this... to the left. Yep. Um, and see if we can collapse the flank. And again. this was a, a big block of bowmen who are, are a target to anything that's Japanese and samurai flavoured. So over onto your flank, you've done a very impressive job of, of extending and shuffling across and, and filling that table with with quite nasty stuff. Yeah, well, the bow, bow and the elite, the bow and the cab, that's quite good. To do this, however, to get them over there, this um, bit here in the plantation, this is the mediocre Ashigari. So we're actually using the poor troops to extend the line, but it's a risk, risk worth taking because these troops here um, were medium footy, not elite. So they could sort of like tuck So out. are you saying we've actually already learned after one game that that these medium foot poor people are not just there to stand at the back because the army's not big enough to fill the table without. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes. So so here's the wall again. Doesn't it look good? <laughs> Lovely, beautiful. I was so happy with it. Tell this. me how that tree's fixed to the base. That of course is a rare earth magnet. Why would it not be? Um so so this is using the um the evading rules and the interpenetration rules in Arthur Light horse can go through cavalry means you don't have to leave silly gaps. As long as they're lined up, they can just interpenetrate. They're hoping that's true. Um, I was pretty sure it was true. I'd not gone for two pints, so I was a lot more confident than, than you would be. So your plan here was to take um, take knights on front of you the cab? Well, one, 
two, three knights. One, two, three, four, five cavalry. Some of our usual bowmen people, or these might have been the swordsmen. And if I can get into these, they can, those are, those are bowmen. They are not going to stand up against these guys. Our samurai will just cut straight through them. So whilst there's three knights, as long as these guys don't lose quickly, and given there's five of them, you'd hope there's some sort of overlap there. These guys should plow through here and it creates a flank and puts this fairly small formation in. So you're looking to push forward on this flank as well? I think there's an opportunity once these get committed and, and particularly once they get broken up. If, you know, if, they, if they stay there, tough if they drift across, tough. But, but if they get drawn into a, a skirmish, a chase thing, that, that could be tricky for them. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Yep, the interpenetration rules do work. The knights come forward. Suddenly we're now starting to shoot, which is what you want to do. If I can get one hit on any of those knights, suddenly they're the same as my cavalry. That, that's the big, big difference. And their attention is now fixed on here, which means these guys have got a, hopefully a good run at these chaps as well without too much trouble. And actually, in a way, if one of those knights is forced over here, suddenly I'm at five against two, which that's doable. That's very doable. Couple of overlaps. Your side. So you're, you're still filling that table. Um, we fill the table and we're going forward. Now, over at the end, he's got quite a lot of cav. And although they're not great cav, he's actually outnumbering me on the end of the line now. And I've got light horse on the end. So that was a bit of a worry. But overall, he's got the cav, some bow well, there, and then lots of gaps. So huge, this is it? where we're going. Come on, boys. This is so where we're going to go. Concentrated shooting. And actually using the Ashigaru to face off those. Suddenly, this is a... a yeah. Well, these poor guys, you know, they, they're defending a, an enormously wide gap here. So this is the cavalry thing. Did you did you get caught? Did you choose to get caught just to slow them down? What happened there? Um, because there's a fight between a light horse and a double overlap with cavalry. And I think um, I think what that was was um, I could choose to evade, but then I might get caught, so I might as well die fighting because I think it was quite close. So I thought I'll just okay. kind of die fighting, which means at this end of the line we've got concentrated bow fire. True. Yeah. Lots of shooting on him, and then the same old thing as you know, pick on the bowman if you can if you can fix those to the front. But to be honest, this was a bit of a worry because this is where our line runs Ended. out. This is it. This is it. Um, yeah. So I was I was, I was not um, overly happy at this point. Okay. You didn't tell me. Well, of course. Minor detail, yeah. Okay. Irish baggage, bit of Guinness, all good stuff. Um, so, what's happening here? So, these, these knights are still pushing forward, but because these are confident, you know, this is now the heavy foot, I think these two, two medium foot have wheeled across and are starting to join in the shooting. All this thing of trying to do one hit on the knights, and then the heavy foot are just ploughing forward. Can I just ask, is, on, you've yep. got lots of arrows and lots yeah. of different groups and people yep. behind groups yep. and staggered. This one, this one, yeah. I've seen you do this before. Were you getting a bad feeling here of firework display going on? There, you know, I, I think sometimes, but it just still comes down to one, two, three. You know, they, they can do nothing. These guys plough forwards, hit them, the game is over. And I'm thinking... This is a little bit scary, but this is one where, you know, I think as you said in the previous game, it's about making omelettes, it's about breaking eggs. And I'm thinking, and this is the sort of situation I like when you think, actually, these guys are not actually as good as these. 
um, front-end combat. So they probably, these guys, the Knights, probably do feel confident they're going to have a go at my cavalry. But if they do, I've got so many extra troops that as long as I don't get blown away in the first turn, I'll have their flanks. Okay. And there's no, you know, there's almost no science to it. There's two commands, but it's just three, three cavalry facing them off, an extra one here, an extra bowman, an extra guy here. I've got six moving units against three I moving units. I was paying absolutely no attention to your end of the table, so I'm genuinely intrigued to find out how this works yeah. out. No, well, it's, it's, um, it's, it was interesting. So here we are in the, um, the cherry tree orchard with the, the, the rubbishy Ashigaru against the rubbishy um, enemy troops, and I think it looks like your proper samurai yeah. over into their flank. Okay, it's, it's, actually, it's this poor guy again, isn't it? He's yeah. got... He's got far, far too much to do. It was it was that gaps at the end of his solid line. It's all gaps. So this is where we're going into um, who will the end of the line open, really. So this, and these are the warrior forever. monks. Did you did you bring a warrior monk in? Or was was that? That must have been yours, actually. That, that command must have been yours. Because the, the yes. other ones were mine. Yeah. Uh -huh. So an extra warrior monk really helps. So suddenly, you... Well, have you moved up here? You're, yeah, we yeah. moved up and done the angle thing to make it harder for him to go around. Now, our light horse has died, but the shooting's yeah. been quite successful. And we've got a couple. Yeah. Now, I'm still quite worried here because um, we've got nothing here. There's nothing at all. We've got nothing here. So, against his bow, is quite good. Oh, his bow, that's already taken two hits. That's a tricky one. Okay, after that brief commercial break, um, we're so, back here to looking at, at what's going on here. So that's a two hit, that's a one hit. Your cavalry, your light horse has gone. That's another one hit in there. You've got two ordinary cavalry there, and you you've got your elite bowman. Yeah, his, his bows are looking very vulnerable. And where we went, where we had the shoot, good shooting there, I thought um, rather than wait for him to come around the flank, um, I'll try and chase him off. So I actually charged him with just one cavalry. Okay. Um, is and that, that not to be in a subsequent picture, or, I guess? Yeah. Um, and if we can go on to the subsequent Let's picture. Just see if we can jump, oh. jump down one. Oh, there we go. Um, and he chose oh. to evade. Okay. Um, and he went backwards, and um, so he evaded with three cavalry um, against the charge of one of mine, which um, immediately immediately released all that pressure on, pressure on the flank. But I suppose, I suppose if you, if you stick there, you know, he's at minus one because he's got a hit, uh -huh. but he's got two overlaps, so he's only at plus one. But then that one is fixed and you're in the flank. You're already in a flanking position there. So there's suddenly that turns, that hits him. It's a tricky one, isn't it? You know, it, it's... If you're not going to charge and if you're going to be hit in that position, I suppose there, it, it sounds a bit weird, you know, four evading from one, but, but if you're getting these two bogged down, these roll it up and, and suddenly it all looks a bit of a mess but that on the flank that's where he was strong i mean yeah. that, that was his good bit on that yeah. flank push these two past here um okay. so i was quite pleased yeah. um when he evaded immediate okay. safety so here um this knighty command suddenly gets a, a load of pips and one of the knights which actually i was sort of hoping would happen got peeled off and dropped into this gap in the bowman where where um these guys ran away. These these are backed off. My heavy foot are going in. So suddenly he's got a knight in. He's got an overlap on it. He, you know, it's looking good. 
And I'm sat here thinking, this takes four hits. It's silly. I've got a general. I've definitely got an overlap there. You can do nothing about that. I can stick this knight for a long, long time to the front of these elite samurai. And that will make those two on their own against the three, four cavalry, five cavalry over here. It also exposes these two bowmen because two knights cannot cover all these bowmen. And, and this, 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 any of these troops over here, the, the samurai archers, samurai swordsmen, even the cavalry can have a good old go at those, those bowmen in the open. So getting one of the knights bogged down into a combat against heavy infantry that's going to Especially take forever. Especially as he got reserves behind. Exactly. Yeah. Any, any gap I can plug it, he's probably going to take some damage. So, so happy days, really. So, so this is your your wing again after those those guys have, have moved. But then it's this is starting to be the centre as well, isn't it? Actually. So he's got an overlap. You've got an overlap. You've not so good. He's taken a hit as well. Or, but, or is that a green shield? I don't know. But that, he hasn't taken a hit. But they're the elite samurai choppy people Fine. against his average pedestrians um so it's all That's again this is starting to sort of like and, and those up. two bowmen on the um, on the right flank are so exposed now there's yeah, a totally. there's a there's an overlap that's taken two hits they're going to get hit by elite swordsmen suddenly there's going to be a gap that must be what one two three four maybe seven elements seven units wide yeah. that's going to appear there okay so I, this this suddenly looks like it might not work. The the knights are doing some pretty decent damage on those heavy infantry on the other flank. So you know a lot of reserves, but these are still medium foot in reserve, which knights can chew through. And these knights that have been peeled off from that block haven't taken any hits yet, and I'm right at the brink of um, of collapsing with those heavy infantry. So all of a sudden, my genius plan um, looks like it might not work which has happened before. I, I find that shocking. Yeah, I, I find that shocking as well. But so with that plan starting to struggle, suddenly it's it's a question of, I can't wait for that to happen. Something has to, has to change. So this was one of those turns where you get decent dice, you just throw everything in. Now, the cavalry are not thrown in. They're not against the knights. They've moved up to overlap the cavalry hitting the, the bowmen. The other samurai swordsmen have hit bowmen. And these guys are, are still, the heavy infantry are still fighting on. I've, I've covered them with, with the cavalry as reserves as well. So two of his three knights are still not committed. And I've got cavalry into bowmen in the open. I've got swordsmen into bowmen in the open. We've taken an overlap off the knights. So suddenly we're elites against the knights as well. And that's that's taking the chance that's, that's presented. Back back to you on, on the other flank, which there's... All of a sudden, this is just piecemeal, isn't it? They've gone, his cavalry's out of the game. They've gone, and we're just chopping up isolated groups of the enemy. That's um, a unit on its own, the overlap. That's a unit on its own. Ready to swing round into and that's, the flank of Actually, yeah, that, that, that piece that's pushed forward there is already starting to develop that, that flank a lot. You're mopping up. Yeah. You're mopping up here very much, and, and it's quite early in the game for that as well. So here we go. Um, this this unit that had taken three hits, the heavy foot samurai, turns it around. You know, but that's what two-handed cutting weapon men can do. Mm -hmm. If they win, they get the extra plus one. You know, that neutralizes or don't care about armor. don't care about armor. They've got an overlap. They are elite. There's no overlap on the other side. So suddenly, two hits on the knights, and the knights are on the brink as well. So, and then even if they break through, mm -hmm. they're nearly dead. We're still not committed here. We're starting to knock big holes in the bowmen. It's it's maybe not gone as well as it should, but 
But two hits there, Bit two hits there. Suddenly this bowman could be completely exposed. Then he's gone. Then he's gone. So, and here's the big helicopter view. Look at all this solid line of heavy foot swordsmen in the middle. Not a single one. We've managed to avoid fighting any of of their best troops. And we're already, you know, you've, you've almost won on your wing. Uh -huh. and, and mine is, is nip and tuck, but... But it's I, really I hate to teetering. say it, but that looks like a a decent, well executed plan. Well, you know, once once in every twenty or thirty games, I think statistically that that just has to happen. But again, it's still a lot of troops, yeah, isn't it? It's, it's well, not fighting. As this chap here is saying, there are so many troops when you've mm. got a you know big three hundred point army here. It's it's absolutely plenty. Um, so this all of a sudden, you know, your your wings won. So suddenly some more detail on, um, on on the right wing. So the cavalry, the, the knights go into the cavalry. It's a bit of a mix on, on that end. So that's great. That keeps that combat going. But vitally, where we, the cavalry have been into the bowmen for two or three turns, suddenly there's a massive hole and everything else on the enemy line is engaged. Some of them are starting to take hits and the enemy have got no reserves at all. And he's covering gaps with skirmishers. He's covering gaps with skirmishers, with, with bowmen. Whereas I've got three, four cavalry all ready to cover back gaps as well. And heavy infantry into heavy infantry, that's going to be a bit of a mix. But this gap, this one gap that he just can't fill because you know the, the second string troops in the Irish army are much, mm. much poorer than mine. Suddenly looks like a, a great opportunity to do well. All looking good. All looking good. Yep. More mopping up, Ashigaru in action. This is just a story of pushing past. past push, push, flank. push. But you push, push past the flank literally because that's the flank of his army, isn't it? Mm -hmm. In fact, this was when we started. It was in the middle. Yeah. That that um, what was it? Um, plantation mm -hmm. was the centre of the board, and it's now become the right wing of his army. Everything else past that has, has just gone. Um, looks like with. You threw the monks in here against some um, heavy foot, which, you know, the monks take three hits, the heavy foot take four, but is this kind of a, let's push, let's finish this quickly and just well, trade some casualties? Possibly, but to be fair, it's like he's pushing his heavy foot forwards as well. We've got um, to fight them sometime. Getting to the point of got to fight. And also the positive thing is just off table to the left, that's where his flanks collapse. So as long as we don't go quickly, Okay. All of a sudden, we're rolling up the line. And it, and it looks like, you know, looking at those hit markers, you probably had the rub at the green here anyway. Yeah. But even so, well, all we've got to do is, overlap. all we need to do is do one or two hits to push that, that army closer to, mm. to the break point on it. So over here, on the right wing again, suddenly that knight that was fighting the heavy infantry has died. The, um, the cavalry have broken through. They're chasing the infantry away. Suddenly you've got the two knights still there. I've broken off with my cavalry okay. and, and those two knights, they've taken a couple of hits or so. And that, that theory of surrounding them has actually come true because everything else that was supporting them has been, been evaporated or run over by heavy infantry or cavalry. Um, back in the middle, we're starting to trade off this. This just, I think this was us saying, let's just close pile in and, and close the game out. Even if we get a 50-50 trade, we're so far ahead now that, that yeah. we can even we, we can just close this out. You know, even if we get 60-40, we'll, we'll close it out. Um, yeah, the, you know what we said a couple of pictures ago about the right flank of the um, mm -hmm. of the Irish Army effectively being where their centre had been. This is your samurai 
they're fast, they move three ago, they can operate in a block, they're really starting to literally roll that flank up in a very, very graphic, very visual way. Yeah, we go. Once there's a hole, it, it really starts to work. And then back to the knights, those knights who were surrounded, oh, I'm so now much. hitting them from every side. The cavalry that broke through have come back. That's just bad news for them. Um, bad news all round. Bad news for the centre. Just that, telling the story of the... But to actually look at that one, that one's right in the back of their bowmen. Mm -hmm. It's just, there's no reserves there, no reserves of any quality to hold it up. The knights are starting to fall apart. We're now, if we look at this picture, which is the our right flank, there's only one or two, well, there's only one combat unit of the enemy visual in that picture. Everything else has just been surrounded and, and cut down. Um, we're trading off in the middle. Fine. I think, we're, again, arguably we're getting the rub of the green, but but we could have, as you say, lost 70-30 there and, and the game, game still gets closed out. You closed out. In fact, this bowman here on on their that right was wing. A, that was his cab. Oh, that was his cab. Originally evaded. Okay. The um, the long way out. They they did start coming back just in time to um, face my troops after all his other chaps had died. So we were just just again going mop, for targets. World of mopping up. Um, the centre. You've now actually you've now completely taken the plantation as well. So you're now into the open ground. Yeah. There's there's nothing on on literally half the table. Um, lovely shot, the Ashigaru. That's really nice, Ashigaru. These are great, great, um, great flags here. Um, but then, then game's over, and, and luckily, I actually managed to get back, um, back to the hotel room to pick up, you know, some of the first half and, and most of the second half of, um, of Fulham beating Wolves um, two 0 in the Championship, which was a, another great display for Fulham, and, and certainly a video well worth watching if if you're um, of that that West London ilk. So. Two games, um, early early, uh, two wins, early start, and also up for a curry that evening. And we're also up for a curry now. So when we rejoin you, we'll be um, we'll be talking curry.